Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. When did you come to Atlanta? When I came over here, they gave me a TI City and Outcast City. I'm done. <laughs> and I didn't know what the fuck. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> when does Rich the Kid get signed? I was talking to Quavo. He told me to come over to his crib. Like, I was really, like, kicked out of my, my, my grandma's crib at the time. So, like... So you were really homeless? I was really, like, fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, shit, we need to record a mixtape together. And then, like, we just started recording at his crib and like I never left and I got a call from P he was like yo this is P the QC CEO I'm trying to sign you I was like you trying to sign me I was like alright but I need two things I need a check fast did you read the contract um Shit, did I read a contract? <laughs> <laughs> you signed Famous Dex when he was like super hot. I seen Famous Dex viral on Instagram like every day at the time. So I was, I called him up. I was like, yo, bro, you sign with me. I promise you're going to be rich forever. When did you meet Tori? 2017 or 2018. What happened with you and Tori? Uh, with me. Yeah, you know BT. Shout out OCT. No real color. to the Baller Show podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share our YouTube page, Baller TV. I go by the name of Ferrari Simmons. And I'm your bestie, Sue Solo. You know BT. OCT, where that? Uh, a uh, friend of the show, a friend of mine, just pulled up on his wrist and kid. What's up, sir? Hey. We do snaps. You got snap with us, sir. Ferrari, <laughs> your real friend, he be defending you on the show, man. Good. I know you got, hey, you got to speak up a little bit, sir. We were on the podcast. You can talk yeah. some shit. You can cuss. You can say whatever you want. Just in case. 
You guys ready? Uh, 83-year-old Al Pacino has a baby on the way. And remember, Robert De Niro, 79, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. He has a baby on the way. Al Pacino, 83, has a baby on the way. But you know, he was shocked about this. He thought he was he couldn't Sterile. have any more. I was just about to say, I didn't think that you can um, ejaculate at 80-some years old. Oh, you can. It just depends on if the boys or girls swim to the uh, just you know, ovaries I- or not. I thought it was like dust come out about two old. That's too old to be having So kids. he's 83 years old. So, Man. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm pretty sure he's not going to make the high school graduation. Oh, come on, graduation. man. Ferrari. Come on, man. No, it's true, though. I mean, what? that's the end of life right there. Come on, man. You're 83, People I mean. People are living to be 120 years and, old. And my DJ Al Pacino, who is, What's who didn't say even know. What's though? It might be the end of life for him, but it's the start of a whole new life for his baby mama. Agreed. Okay, she is okay. And over I believe there. she's she's, she's twenty nine. Oh, twenty nine. Now, Rich, you gotta get on your friend, man. He's just yeah. talking about this man gonna croak before his kid go to said, high school. I just said he's probably but not gonna know, make the high school graduate. But do you really think Al Pacino gonna live to see one hundred and twenty? Scarface. It's not. Bro, he's he's still working. He's eighty three. One hundred and twenty years old. He's eighty. He's eighty and still working. I know he's people. Working. Grandparents can't work after fifty nine. So, do you think he's gonna get? Uh, 39 more years out of his life at 83? Listen, what I'm saying is technology, okay. you, you can't tell nowadays. You know what I'm saying? They might Not freeze technology. you and you might come back in 2040. So it's yeah. an episode to get out? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, bye. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Raven Simone was recently on the Howie Mandel Does Stuff podcast and revealed she asked everyone that she dated to sign an NDA. Thoughts? That's I smart. I that. I mean, she's Raven Simone. She's been working since she was a kid. I feel like that is. Hell no, nah, I you wouldn't sign that. Yeah, you, you would. would. If you was with her, you yes, would. Yes, you would. So this means, let's go play by play, guys. Anyone that she has dated, that means this is earlier on in the conversation. Yep. Right. Hey, sign this because I don't know if we're going to start dating or not. I'm not going to sign that. Have y'all had sure. people sign NDAs? I've never had. I anyone. mean, I ain't never have had. You had, had, you had you someone sign an NDA? I'm not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you signed the NDA before? I ain't speaking on that. <laughs> okay, it's uh, the hand gesture. Moving right along, Diddy is uh, accused of stealing his new song "Act Bad" from an up-and-coming artist named Swinderella. Her song with the same title has was done two years ago. That "Act Bad" is hard. That's a dope-ass song. You know what? Featuring the City Girls. But why is he acting bad? What Ooh. you mean? At over fifty. He's, he's single and he rich. You post yeah, act bad. and mingling. Even if he stole the song, it came out two years ago. That means nobody heard it. I would have stole it too. <laughs> the thing about it is, this is not the first time that Diddy has been accused of stealing a song or stealing a style. Supposedly, like, he encouraged Biggie to steal his style from an artist who I think is from Mississippi or something like that. And this what? is obviously years ago. Wow. And he's acting bad that. because his girl is Carisha Please, who be acting bad. So Diddy gonna do what he gotta do to make a coin. It's a and keep some young. That, that's what he does. Like, it keeps him relevant. This is how Diddy is. We know that. This is not new Diddy behavior. Man, Diddy ain't still stealing no I like no the song. organics. He ain't steal the song. I doubt that he stole the song. That's why what I'm saying. Did, why? I had people say I stole songs before too and I never heard them. But, but why do why do like these independent artists like always try to say that mainstream artists steal their music? Because shit, they want some clout. Mm-hmm. They so you be, think that this is a clout thing? Uh, Shit, probably. What songs have you been accused of stealing? Uh, Shit, I don't remember. But I know it's been like two or three. For real? Yeah, when somebody DM me like you stole my song, 
Like, throw your song, you got 1,200 followers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely possible uh, that he uh, created that on his own. But I don't even think Diddy doesn't even write his own record. So, well, like you said, <laughs> I mean, I just think that where, where there's smoke, there's fire. And a lot of things have been said about Diddy over the years. I'm not saying that it's true because I don't know. Do you think um, he's having a midlife crisis? No. No, I Diddy think he's has been like fun. that his whole life. Yeah, he's 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 actually playing cl- close to the cuff. He's just going to continue to stay in touch and in tune with what's going on now. Yeah, I think Diddy is very clear on who he is, what type of man he wants to be, the women he wants to be with. I think he's very clear on that. I don't think it's a midlife crisis. He's having a good time. I actually don't ever see him settling down. And if he does, when usually cool. men tend to just say, you know what, I right, cool, I'm older, and I'm gonna say, oh, that's I'm when older. your hair start falling out and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he would never even accept. Diddy hair ain't falling out. I tell you, tell you all that because what, what fifty call money. him a vampire? He made too much money. He got something <laughs> installed over there. But what's wrong with people like? I don't like this narrative of like it's like if somebody is 50 don't you know my uncle probably wish he was living like Diddy you know how many people uncles wish they was 50 yeah, and, and, also and rich and, I, Diddy looks very stress free yeah and that keeps you good too you know what I'm saying he, mm-hmm. I mean I'm pretty sure the stress is with his job but he look, he looks like he's enjoying his life mm-hmm. most people aren't enjoying their life at that age you're you know but what do you say to people who say he looked like the old nigga in the club well he is but <laughs> He probably owned the club or can buy the club. So at that point, I'm not judging you because he can buy the club. Well, if you ever part, if you if you've ever been around Diddy and party with Diddy, Diddy does not give like old vibe. Now nah, niggas is calling him unk. That's what I mean, I ain't nobody saying. calling like, Diddy unk. Yes, they Diddy are. will tell you don't call him unk. All right, of course, just like people <laughs> our age aren't. People don't. But the 19 year olds call him unk. Mary J. Blige don't like people are calling her auntie, but some people She's still auntie. do. She's auntie. She fine as auntie, but she auntie. <laughs> Okay. All right, Moneybag Yo admitted to cheating on his girlfriend Ari and he had to win her back. Thoughts? He really cares. He really loves her. I think this is like hood love goals, okay? When I tell you all the hood girls was like, yes, oh my God. I need my man to talk about me like this. The reality is people cheat, okay? It's not a secret. It happens all the time. It doesn't matter how much money you make, how little money you make. If somebody want to cheat, they're going to cheat. It is what it is. What happens is what you and your partner decide to do about it. Are we going to have a real conversation about it? Are we going to work towards making sure that our relationship is stronger after this? That's what they chose to do. They chose to work on it. Whatever happens after that is between them. If he cheats again and she decides to stay and continue to work with him, cool. If he cheats again, she decides to leave, cool. Everyone's going to make the decision that they need to make for themselves, but let them be happy. Like, they're enjoying themselves. And for him to talk about her so highly, because we'll never hear him talk. Very we never really hear Moneybag Yo talk, right? So for him to come out and be like, I love my woman. I respect my woman. Yes, I cheated on her. Yes, I, I have never been in a real relationship. I didn't know how to handle this. That's a lot for a man to admit, especially when you are so famous and the spotlight is on you hard. I love that he spoke from his heart. I love that he was vulnerable and I love them together. So if Ari is the one for him, hopefully that they you know continue to grow and do what they need to do. Mr. Rich. What do you think? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, we had to speak about you a couple of episodes ago. Um, and again, that was the episode I had you back and I didn't really say much. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was trending. Yeah. What did you, what What happened with you and Tori? Um, 
See, I just had to own up for some bullshit, you know. Is she still mad? Um, you know, we're just working on the family right now. You know what okay. I'm saying? It's constant work, and you know, getting back, doing the right thing, owning up as a man, apologizing, and you know, moving on. Mm. And that's what she chooses to do. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And you give her time to heal and all that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely got to. That's a good point, Octavia. I think a lot of people don't realize that their reaction to their partner being mad at some stuff that they did is everything. Like, you can't be mad at me for being mad at you for doing mm-hmm. something you did to hurt me. So I think it's really important to make sure that you respect your partner's feelings in that moment. Make sure that they know that they are being heard and that you do love and respect them. I don't think that cheating is always about your partner not loving you. I just think that sometimes they just have weak moments. I'm going to the therapist. You're going yeah. to a therapist. That's dope. That's dope, bro. That's Have you already started? Did you start yet? No, nah, I just reached out to one like a couple of days ago. Oh, wow. So I, yeah, I wow. just want to say, because I'm a big mental health person, because I go to a therapist. That's one of the dopest things you could ever do. For real? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to change the way you think, because you're going to think 10 steps ahead. You know, coming from where we from, motherfuckers don't think it's cool. Like, right. I'd be like, I'm going to therapist. You going where for what? You know what? Nigga, so, you ain't crazy. So I feel like it's just a step. Thanks. Manning up, you know what I'm saying? Dope shit. I think the benefit too, even just outside of it changing the way that you think, but it changes the way you receive information. Mm-hmm. Like when people tell you things or like when the blogs are talking crazy about you, not that you care now, maybe I don't think, but it just helps you to process information differently, which then keeps you from reacting in a way that you might regret later. So kudos to you yeah. I'm about to see a therapist too. and I'm gonna go I, I want to say I want to commend you because you did something that guys do not never do. you apologize publicly mm-hmm. yeah motherfuckers always gonna talk shit and blogs gonna say whatever yeah. they feel like I just feel like I built a wall against all that shit like a long time ago so right, right, right. motherfuckers could throw whatever I ain't I'm just I don't give a fuck what you say mm-hmm. okay. okay I really don't care a lot of people don't hear you talk either so I think yeah. that that's why it was such a big shock when you know you did do a public apology because as a man it's really hard to do things privately and you know apologize publicly you know and like I said we don't we don't hear you talk a lot you don't really respond to a lot of uh, media yeah. so I was really shocked but you know I really commend you for you know doing something like that man cause that's that that take a real man to you know publicly apologize for making like a mistake if the disrespect is public apologize apology need to be public too you know what I'm saying so that's what I felt salute like. And salute to you, Tori. I don't want you to feel like don't nobody got your back, girl. Tori, come on the show. Come on the show, okay? I already invited you on the show. Yeah, she ain't come because because of you. (laughs) She cussed me out, boy. Forget all the people that have anything (laughs) negative to say about you. You have a family, okay? You have a lot more, like, invested in this relationship. And at the end of the day, even if you didn't have a family with this man, you chose to do what feels good to you. So, love you, girl. All right. Are you, you like sports? Sports? Um... I watch sports sometimes. Okay, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is time for the players' ball. Uh oh. Big baller. I'm a baller. Shannon Sharp is leaving Undisputed after uh, the NBA Finals in June. Do you guys know Shannon Sharp? The of course. Yes. Hall of Fame we tight end. You know Hawk with the yak and the, and the black and mouth? Nah, he, he skip, skip, skip. I skip, I skip. So he's leaving. I'm gonna miss that. His uh, skip been beefing though. I think they've been beefing behind the scenes, guys. Yeah, I think, I really I think Skip think is out of touch, man. The uh, baby, that beef has not just been behind the scenes. Yeah, it's been pretty that public. Thing has been on camera. No, what did he What did he say when he said, nah, Skip, you disrespected me, Skip. I, sometimes I be thinking that'd be fluff, but 
it what well, everybody's it not friends personal. how we're friends we Thanks. can argue on camera and then it's is you know you it's, argue it's, a lot it's, off camera too. yeah but it's a joke but <laughs> think about it man these guys are like 20 30 years apart so it's and like I, I i think sometimes skip knows how to push shannon's buttons facts shannon is a big dude too he's a tight end like <laughs> yeah he, he's six he's, five yeah. 270 something right he walk around on poodles in the airport you see him in the airport he, he got like five poodles or yeah four poodles something like that. <laughs> i mean he's just not the one to disrespect no. Yeah, you probably don't want to disrespect somebody that's that's about three fifty. Shannon probably had to hold himself back a couple of times Sending from jumping on, on skip because honestly, like watching it on TV, I can tell that it's real beef. Like it's not Damn. a game. So where is he gonna take his podcast? He can go anywhere he wants. Yeah. His shit lit. I think Skip was a little Skip. bit jealous mm-hmm. um, because Shannon has grown very popular uh, throughout the show. He has his own podcast deal uh, separate outside of the show. Yeah. Like what it is, this black man got all this popularity. Man, he like, hey, he like, hey man, these, these black people coming coming in here on this, you know, this ESPN. That's the second split. That's the second split. Stephen A. Smith, now Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Yep. So what's going to happen to Skip? Hey, man. Skip probably be fine. Yeah, he'll just have a rotation. They finna get another black man in there he'll be fine Who? Yeah. Somebody you know who they need to bring shit. back they need to bring back Paul Pierce yeah but Paul Pierce <laughs> Paul Pierce got in trouble for them strippers yeah I don't be knowing too much about <laughs> in the studio yeah I don't think they want J.J. Riddick to take his spot J.J. Riddick be, he be J.J. doing a good job he be doing he be, ESPN, he be putting them in their place man I don't think they I don't think they right. like that okay all right, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get in Rich the Kid business right here on the Baller Show podcast, available everywhere. Sue Sola gets her podcast. <laughs> we'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. 
access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. You're now tuned into the Baller Alert Show. It's Rich the Kid. Back with more of the Baller Alert Show, we have Rich the Kid joining us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Rich is in the building. What's up, sir? What's happening? Uh, I've known, I I, want to say, I've met you 2013, I believe. Jumping like Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) he acts exactly the same. And you don't really talk, like, but... The fact that you came on the show, I said, all right, now we're going to talk to you. You got to talk back. <laughs> but I want to say I've known you for a long time. This is definitely how he is. But um, Rich the Kid, where's Rich the Kid from? I'm from New York. So a lot of people think you're from Atlanta. Yeah. Why? Because you. when did you come to Atlanta? When I was like 13, I moved to Herschel Road, okay. College Park. Southside. Mm. When I came over here, they gave me a TI City and Outcast City. Done. And I didn't know what the fuck. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> that, that, that was the Welcome to Atlanta package. Yeah. Who gave that yeah, to you? My uncle. Okay. Mm. Outcast is my favorite for sure. And then I got into music from there. So oh. when you came from New York to Atlanta, did you feel like Atlanta was like slow? Because I feel like a lot of people from New York feel like New York is so mm-hmm. fast. We just don't, wow, we New York. And then you come to Atlanta, it's like, it's so country. Oh, I don't feel like it was slow. I just feel like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, mm. it's like coming to a whole different world. Like, Why did you move? I think my parents had split up. Are you the only child? Or uh, what? No. You're not the only child? Me? Two sisters and a, and a brother. I just found out about one of my sisters like, like a year or two years ago. Wow. Oh, you just found somebody was your sister? Yeah. Oh, like, like from your dad's side? Yeah. My they probably dad. found you. So, like, did your dad say, hey, y'all have another sibling? Um, nah, my sister had a feeling or she heard something or something. And my dad ain't said nothing about it. But then, like. So, do you have a relationship with this new sister? Uh, I just met her. So, you know, we just. <laughs> I mean, two years. Yeah. That's a long time. When did, when did the music start Taken into play Cause Shit I had a girlfriend Her name was Sandy She was from Alabama <laughs> Okay And um She came down here And she knew two dudes That were like 40 and 43 And they were trying to be A rap group At 40 and 43 At 40 and 43 Okay They were older Continue And then I'm like Yo Y'all trying to do this shit Let me make a song Like let me try this shit out They're like Nah man We, we were the pros uh, mm. I was like, let me just try one song. So it was like, whatever. I made one song, and then I put it on a CD, and I came back and started giving it to my friends. And it was just like, oh, this is hard. You got to make another song. How old are you at this time? I think I was like 16. So you're 16. What was the song? Uh, It's called Sniper or something like that. Was it on like one of the jacking for beats, you know? Where'd the beat come from? I think it was like off YouTube or something. Okay. okay. Oh, so they was definitely professionals. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> it was giving Diddy. Yeah. Okay, so the music starts. Um, people start fucking with you. When does Rich the Kid get signed? I was going to a concert. I think it was like a Young Scooter performance. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was with my friend. He was playing like a Migos CD, like one of their first CDs. Okay, I was like, these niggas hard. Like, yeah, who the fuck is them? He's like, oh, the Migos from the North Side, whatever. 
And then he gave me the CD. Mm-hmm. And then on the back of the CD, it said DJ Ray G. Okay. I was like, I know that nigga. I'm finna call him. So the next day, I get to my grandma's apartment and I call her. I'm like, yo, Ray G, this Reg, I'm trying to damn get in the studio with your amigos <laughs> and shit. He's like, perfect. Like, we're gonna put it together. So that same night, I went to Mansion Alon. Okay. Yup. And then I seen Ray G right at the front. You, okay. He probably DJ like, that night. He was DJing. He was like, yo, the Migos right here. Let me introduce you. It was the same night. And then I was like, what the fuck? So, like, we chop it up. The next day, like, I was getting in trouble for, like, I think I had stole some girl's phone or some shit. And the police came to my crib. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Why you steal her phone? I was doing anything to get money. I was damn. Oh, okay. Okay. I was doing some shit. So <laughs> then the police came to my crib. So my grandma was really trying to kick me out. So I was talking to Quavo. He told me to come over his crib to okay. record. It was like three in the morning. I went over there, and then like I knocked on the door. He was taking forever. I remember. And then like we recorded, we recorded a song. I think it was called Young Rich Niggas. Mm-hmm. Recorded a song, and then this is before they put out their first mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, like um like I was really like kicked out of my 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 grandma's crib at the time. So like so you're really homeless. I was really like fucked up, mm-hmm. you know. So I was like, shit, we need to record a mixtape together, and then like we just started recording at his crib, and like I never left, like. Pretty much was just like I just pretty much moved in mm-hmm. type shit. How you just come to record and just stay? Yeah, you just stayed. Like <laughs> what happened? The studio was hustling. We was making money together. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. We started Y'all was trapping out the bando for yeah, real. Y'all yeah. in the bando. Okay, so yeah, this is the bando days. Yeah, yeah. So um, so when is P coming? Corey B. You remember I remember Corey B. B. He had Corey a B. DJ Scream. Yeah, it was had mixtapes and I had an account on live mixtapes and um. Like I was just putting our songs on there. Like every mixtape, I would just put all of my songs, all the Migos songs on there, and then like, like shit was started like getting going crazy. Some buzz, you know yeah. It was some buzz going, and I remember telling Real Money, I was like, "Yo, Gucci Man probably finna call y'all ass next, cause y'all going crazy. Like mm. shit's going up." And the next day, Gucci called and he was like, "Yo, I'm trying to sign y'all, I'm trying to sign the Migos," and then. Like they went to meet Gucci and shit, and then like some months later, uh, Coach K came over to the crib and he was like, and "You're there because you lived yeah, there." I was there, yeah. <laughs> but it was none of my. I was not in the business. They was just talking, right. doing their thing. I was just like, "Damn." So then Coach K was like, "Shit, they wanted to sign him," and then like, I think they had a QC studio they were building and shit. So mm-hmm. they went, they went to go do their thing. And then I went to. My other studio, um, and I was just over there for like two weeks or three weeks, and I got a call from P. He was like, "Yo, this is P, the QC CEO. Um, I'm trying to sign you." I was like, "You trying to sign me?" I was like, "All right, man. I need two things. I need a check fast." <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. I need a check fast, and I was like, "I need to be able to bring my engineer with me." And then uh, he was like, all right, bet, let's do it. That's pretty much what happened. So you, you actually signed? Yeah, I, I signed. How much money was it? Uh, I think it was like $20,000. And at that point, that's what you needed at the time. <laughs> at the time, yeah. So some years went by, um, and I wanted to like buy my way out the contract. 
And they was like, well, you got to pay us 500000 how, you know how long I was, gonna, was the contract? I was going to ask you, how, how, yeah. Yeah, how did... Did you read the contract? Um, shit, did I read the contract? <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, wanted the money. Yeah, I wanted the money. So, like, when, when it was time for me to, like, sit part ways, it was like they wanted um, 500000 At the time, I had already spent the money. The money was gone. I'm like, 500000 What'd you buy? I ain't got $5,000. Damn! Shit, I bought clothes, weed, lean... Fucking Did you buy a house or a car? Hell no. What? Fuck none me. of the essentials? None of the essentials. <laughs> so then I went to my contacts and I typed in every record label. I Google record labels. I typed in everyone. I said Epic, Interscope, Atlantic, and I called every single person from every single label. And so one dude answered the phone. He's like, he from Interscope. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get a deal. I need money fast. He's like, all right, come up here. Come up here to the office and play some music. So it was just that simple. So well, he was he's, already popping at this time. He's popping. Yeah, yeah right? I was about to say you probably was already popping. Like, what was your tapes. song? Jumping like Jordan. Jumping like Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jumping like Jordan. That's when he was coming to the station. Me and DJ yeah. Holiday. Jumping like Jordan was pretty much the other song, but I had other songs that I had like ready. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I have a project that I've been recording. So I came to the meeting and I played the songs for him, and he was like. He was like, yeah, this is fire. He's like, I want to sign you. I was like, fire. So he ended up giving me the 500000 plus more to, oh, wow. for myself. And I was also signed to 300 ENT through their joint venture. Deal, through their joint adventure. Mm-hmm. So I had to pay them money too and get paid. Damn. So everybody got paid. So was this like a million dollar deal? Probably yes. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody got paid. Now you're out. Now I'm out. Why did clean. you want to leave quality yeah, control though? It, it, it seems like the projects were doing well. People were noticing who you were. Like, why did you feel that you needed to leave? I feel like I wasn't being mainstream enough. I feel like I was just getting hood buzz. And at the time, um, shout out to P and Coach. They were just doing their thing with the Migos. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I want to stand for myself. You know what I'm saying? Do my own thing. And, um, like two months later, I recorded New Freezer mm-hmm. and I got Kendrick Lamar on it. And then, like, that it shit was, went. Yeah, that crazy. was crazy. Every record I used to tell the label, like, I used to be like, I wanna, like, with Plug Walk, I was like, I wanna drop this song. It was like 90 days after New Freezer came out. And I was like, I know this song's gonna go crazy. They're like, chill out, chill out. And then they dropped it. It went platinum in 25 days. Wow. Damn. That's like, crazy. Yeah, I told y'all last. Kendrick you La- How did Kendrick Lamar get on that? Um, so the A&R that I had called, which I didn't know, and he was actually Kendrick Lamar's A&R too. Okay. Perfect. So when I was doing my project, he was like, yo, Kendrick want to meet you and listen to some songs and shit. I was like, damn, Kendrick Lamar trying to listen to my shit. <laughs> how'd, you feel, how'd you feel when he got on it? I was waiting for the verse for like two months, so I didn't even... I wasn't even sure. I thought you was about to say two weeks. <laughs> he said Hell no, two months. I even wasn't even sure if it was ever gonna come. I was just like, fuck it. If it do, it do. But when it came, I remember I was in Ooh. New York. I had all my shit like in the hotel room and I got a text with, and I was like, damn, Kendrick Lamar. I just, you knew that your life was gonna change at that point? Um, shit, it was Kendrick Lamar. Like, Big shot. Mm-hmm. Next level. So mm-hmm. you had already been calling it. Like, you called it when you told the 40-year-old and a 43-year-old to let you go ahead and make music because mm-hmm. you knew that you could do it. Yep. You called it when you told the Migos that Gucci was going to call, and he mm-hmm. did the very yeah. next day. You called this move to a whole nother record label. Like, 
Do you have a very clear vision of where you are going in your life and your career? Um, at this point now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely so much more work to be done. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, you know what I'm saying, this time. so You know, I got my label. I got Famous Dex, J. Critch, uh, Sip T. I got um, two platinum artists myself. Rich, for, Rich Forever. Rich Forever, so. mm-hmm. How do you like give them the time that they need though? Because you found yourself in a record deal situation yeah. where you weren't getting enough attention. How are you going to manage that with your own artists? It's about building a solid team. You know what I'm saying? Having a team of people around you. So you'd be like an octopus. When you got that uh, second check that freed you up, what did you buy then? Did you get a house and stuff then? The second check? Yeah. I, I got everybody cars for so my family members. and You got everybody cars? Yeah, my little sister, my mom. I know the new brother. sister was bad. She wasn't acclimated then. <laughs> <laughs> was your grandmother proud of you? And my grandmother's proud. Very, very proud. She, she was definitely the one. Like when I was out here, bonding me out of jail every time. Mm. From Cobb County Jail, coming to visit me, um, putting money in my books. So she was very proud. Question: Now that you're rich, the kid, the shit's popping. Where, where did? When did you meet Tori? Twenty. 17 or 2018 I invited her somewhere I knew a, a security Well she was working with Amber Rose And I knew Amber Rose security So I reached out to him I was like Can you please invite Tori To one of my shows Okay And um I'd love to meet her And whatever So then She came to my show And um She, she didn't want to give me her number Like <laughs> Like she, I had to work real hard how, how did you find her? Like did you see her on Instagram Or Um like I was seeing her everywhere. What about Rich the Kid, the father? I got four kids. You got four kids mm-hmm. with her, all with her? No, I just have one kid with her. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. When you when when did you become a dad? Yeah, I was really young. My son is nine years old. Okay. That's your oldest. Mm-hmm. How is fatherhood now? How do you maintain a relationship with your kids and working at the same time? Um, you know, balance. You know, definitely need that balance. So. Uh, I definitely spend a lot of time with my kids as much as possible. I have my mother help, my sister help, my grandmother help, whoever can help, mm-hmm. you know, so. Do you want more kids? Uh, yeah, I might have more kids. <laughs> Are you and Tori going to get married? Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, do you have a date already? I've seen the engagement. Yeah, I don't know what date, but I definitely want to get married. So a lot, a lot of fans want to know, how is, how is Famous Dex doing? He's doing great, yeah. He's been working on his... Um, Next project, uh, we got a tour coming up with uh, him and Jay Chris. He's been doing good, man. It's it's so refreshing to see him getting back to it and facts because mm-hmm. he's talented. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's super talented and getting back to work and you know what I'm saying. We're getting the rollout and whole plan for him to go hard this year. So I'm excited for that. That's good. A lot of people were um, really surprised about. Your CEO skills when you signed Famous Dex. Everybody was like, how? Because you signed Famous Dex when he was like super hot. And everybody was like, wow. Yeah, like how? Why? Jay Critch too, though. How did you get your own label? Shit, when I I moved here to, actually when I moved to LA, I was like, shit, QC had their label. I was like, I want to start a label too. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Coach and P. I I was like, shit, I want to start a label. So I started a label. And then I seen Famous Dex viral on Instagram like every day at the time. Yeah. So I was I called him up. I was like, yo, bro, you sign with me. I promise you're going to be rich forever. So that's what you tell all the artists? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Matter of fact, if I believe in you, you're going to be rich forever for sure. Because anything I put my time into is, hmm. 
definitely gotta be it. But a lot of it is them too, like their drive, yeah, they what they're the gonna do on their own. To, yeah. yeah, like you know, it's not I done signed some label. artists that are just like gave up and I didn't put a lot of time into them and just like I don't want to be in the music anymore cause and at that money. point you realize that some people are just satisfied just saying too. shout out to you question thank you um, not to get too deep but when we lost Takeoff mm. I know that's your guy what's going on through Rich the Kid's mind shit I was just really just fucked up I was in the bed for like a week and um yeah like like, I don't know, my mind was just all over, you know. Um, yeah, it's just... I know you were very, very close with him. Yeah, it's like my best friend. Like, it's just it's hard to talk about it sometimes. You facts, know? facts. It's never easy to lose anybody, but I think, like, people who grow up together in a creative space, like, you guys got to really grow as artists and y'all shared music and all these low moments to high moments I know that there's a different connection to that so hopefully you can really heal from that like talk be able to talk through it at some point in time do you have a relationship with Offset right now because we know that things are a little shaky with, with them but do you have your own personal relationship with yeah. Offset yeah it's my brother we talk all the time good yeah Anybody that you um that you that you haven't worked with yet that you that you would like to work with? Oh, Frank Ocean. I I, I had talked to Frank Ocean one time, but that was like like 2017. Frank Ocean and um, y'all talked about doing music. Yeah, we talked about doing music one time, and then after that, he like disappeared. So he always vanishes. That sound about right. I, I saw in a recent interview. Well, not it actually wasn't recent, but I, I saw in the interview that you're one of Lil Wayne's favorite artists. Well, and um, I know that you guys have featured each other on music. Yeah, we did. How an album. the hell y'all did an album? Yep, right, my bad. How the hell do you do an album with Lil Wayne? Wayne had called me one day. He was like, Wayne Yo. called you. Yeah. That's hard. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Little Wayne called you. Then what happened? He was getting on the jet. He was like, I'm about to go to my daughter's birthday party in Atlanta. Um, when we get back, when I get back, I want you to come to the studio. We need to do a project, like 12 songs. <laughs> that's wow. Man, what's your negotiation skills? I, I think that's what a lot of rappers <laughs> need to learn because it's like, I feel like every time you do something, I don't know why, but everybody's like, How? Have you gotten better financially with your finances ever since when you said you didn't even have 5000 at oh, one yeah. point? For sure. Um, 2018, I think I made like $11 million in one year. Oh, Damn. Wow. How'd you do that? Shit. New freezer and shit. Plug walk, you know, so. $11 million but in But to the point, though, like, how are you negotiating this? Yeah, like, like you ain't telling us the sauce, man. Can you share, <laughs> or share with the people a little, uh, a couple tips for negotiating when they go into a deal? Um, definitely stand on, stand on what you say, um, whatever you want, work hard for it. And, uh, even if you got to put in more work and then come back around, circle back and be like, yo, remember you said this, what about now? You know what I'm saying? See, people be thinking that quote unquote, like street dudes don't know how to do business, but it's a lot of business that goes down in the streets. You got to be up on game. You got to read people's energy, see if they trying to play you. Like, and I think that's one of the things that has helped you. So y'all got to stop doubting these people. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> What's next for Rich the Kid, man? Um, First of all, where the hell did Rich the Kid come from? What's what the name come from? My name was Black Boy the Kid when I first started rapping. Black Boy the Kid? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
You ain't even dog like that. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely that's uh, what, some Atlanta. That's what, that's what happened. Some yeah. girl, some girl was like, "You're not even dog. Why is your name Black Boy?" Okay. It's black. And then I changed it to Rich. I was like, "Shit, well, I want to be rich one day." So rich the kid. So like, shit. But why the kid? Rich the kid. Um, cause that's I that New York shit. That's that New York shit, bro. Yeah. The kid. At the, at the time, <laughs> oh yeah, it might be. But at the time, I felt like I was a kid. Like so, I was like, okay. shit, rich the kid. Will you ever change it when um, you know now that you're grown? Uh, I might just make my name Rich. Maybe one day. Who knows? What well, do you hey, got? I do have a question. What's your real name? Dimitri. <laughs> Richard. Nah, Dimitri. Oh, she Dimitri. said Richard. <laughs> I said Richard. I couldn't hear it. Yeah. Maybe uh, when you get into acting, you go from like Rich the Kids. You want to act? Uh, yeah, I got some stuff on the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got on the way? I can't speak on. Is he okay? Yeah. Well, can you speak on why the hell you and Uzi don't like each other? Oh, uh, we ain't got no problems with each other. What's so that? y'all never had any problems? Uh, we great. Ain't got no problems with nobody, actually. Okay. All right. Rich the Kid, we appreciate you pulling up on us. We're not yes, done. Sir. We got, oh, no, no, don't go nowhere. We got baller mail. Well, he was excited. He was like, yes. We're not done. Baller mail. The snap earlier was like this, and now he like. <laughs> yo, he's like, yo. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay tuned with more of the Baller Alert Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. 
You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. You're now tuned into the Baller Alert Show. It's Rich the Kid. Message. I need y'all help, man. My lady loves dogs, plural. I'm not tripping on the dog part. I love animals. However, I'm not really feeling three dogs. Like, come on. When we first met, she had one dog, and it was cool. I don't mind helping, but three dogs is a bit much for me to assist with. I love my lady, but damn, I feel like these dogs get treated better than me. Am I tripping? No, you're not. I mean, I think he tripping because animals. <laughs> correct. We can't. Wait, 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 wait. Get animals special treatment. Huh? Some animals do get special treatment. I mean, yeah, but it's like animals are like somebody's kids. Babies. Yeah, it's like the babies. You can't be jealous over the babies getting attention. Fur babies. Yeah. So it looks like she's gonna definitely baby the dog. Y'all know that I love me some dogs, okay? <laughs> I, I love you have dogs. One dog. For now, I'm about to get a second one and I might have a third. But what I'm gonna say is in this situation, you're probably right. She probably does treat the dogs better than you, but you also probably don't tell her what it is that you need, what you require. Maybe Ooh. you're not being honest about it and saying, hey, babe. I love your dogs too, but I feel like X, Y, and Z. I need this. People right. got to communicate better about what mm-hmm. it is they need. What Keep they your want. dogs in the cage. Hell no! Get out. No. Put them in the backyard. No. You not about to have Peter uh, call? call Do us. you have pets? No. Hell Does no. your girlfriend have pets? No. Oh, shoot. He probably keep him in the cage for real. <laughs> <laughs> no. You look, add one. Just communicate what you need, sir. And if she still don't give it to you, then it's time for you to go. Because so, them dogs uh, ain't going nowhere. Mr. Rich the Kid, yeah. there is a population of people that treat their dogs like humans. Mm-hmm. There's also a population of people. My bad population. <laughs> there's also a population of people <laughs> sincerely care about their fur babies. They call them fur babies. Yep. Yes, and I do. There is also a population of people that don't give a damn about <laughs> any type of animal. So we just gotta be careful <laughs> how we speak yeah. about these motherfuckers. But yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I don't think you are tripping. You just need to communicate your uh, your thoughts to to your girlfriend. And uh, but them dogs ain't going no one player at all. No, I, I agree. With she Sue. went from yeah. one to three. She is in love with them fur babies, and they're not going nowhere. So yeah, you probably you're probably frustrated that she, they're probably it's treated as good as you. I don't like, think they're being treated better than a human being. You want to be bro. fed? You want her to clip your nails? She ain't like, making what do out you want? with the dog. He, he bro. Probably like, she's not making out cool. with the dog. She not. She probably making sure that they're fed. Yeah. They're, they're clothed right. Duh. They get their shots. They're good. They're, she ain't having sex with them. She having sex with you, my boy. But oh, he relax. probably he probably right, don't you know. like the attention that they're you getting just, with the love. Like walking three dogs outside. They probably all small, and you probably don't look masculine. No, he, that's it. No, he probably don't like having to pick up the poop. He don't want that too. That probably what he don't like. Three little poodles, and he look crazy, and he feel like he look crazy. That's the problem. Man, he can't be jealous over. No doubt. What you gonna tell your girl? Don't don't pet the dog right now. Pet me. Some yeah, people, yeah, yeah, some yeah. You, you do that. say that. You do. Don't say that. get a dog a kiss right now. Kiss me. Yeah, you say that. You say that. You communicate. What? That's communication. Oh well, well, this is me another too. dog lover. You got. I love my dog. I got two dogs. You got two dogs? Yeah, I got two you dogs. Never told me that. Yeah. What are their names? Uh, one is named Champ, and one is named um, the other one is my mom' dog. Mm-hmm. I forgot the other dog name. But I, you I got to take care of both of them too. Oh, BT, you're not, you hey, the fur baby the people other, gonna come get you. you. Call it's all good. I it's said one good. of my dogs, my dog. <laughs> I have a pit bull. His name is Champ. I've had him since I was 16. Yeah, okay. no, but uh, don't you take care of uh, your mom's dog? Yeah, but that's like really like her dog. Yeah, like, but you don't call her name to eat or I, anything. I, 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 hey, hey, you hey, come, come here. Come no, here, no, no, come here. As soon as I call Champ. 
Then she come too. That is not. Right. See, see, see. That's what she you, means. You being racist, bro. You being racist to the dog. Boy. I mean, her dog is white. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, well. Is, is it a, uh, two boys or two girls? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a boy and a girl. Oh, okay, you fired. No, her name is Princess. That's her name. Oh, okay. Yeah, Princess. Sure it is. Okay. Um, he just made that up. No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call my mama right now. She's going to put them dogs right on FaceTime. Like, look. <laughs> All right, that was Ball and Mel. Before we get out of here, though, we got a pep talk with Rich the Kid. Um, To my fans, I definitely want to say, if y'all focus on a goal, don't give up. Don't take no for an answer. Um, kick down those doors. Um, you might have to step over some people, but you can make it there and um, keep God first. Baller Alert! Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.